The following shear has been presented by Dayan Yohannesson David Hul, Dayan for the Beis Havad in Yerushalayim, and is brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. For contract and iska draft and review, wills and estates, or other halachic services, please call 1-888-485-8223 or visit thehalachacenter.org. Yevomus Daf Mem Dalit. The Mishnah in Yevomus Daf Mem Gimel Amit Beis says, Mishoy Anoshul Nishtei Noshim Umeis, a man who had two wives and died without any children, the brother has the mitzvah of Yivam Chalitza, the brother does either the mitzvah of Yibam or Chalitza to one of them, and the other one does not require either Yibam or Chalitza. The Gemara, an Al-Sugyan, that Memdaladom of Aleph, says that you can't do Yibam twice to uh, two wives of one brother, because it says, Asher Leibniz Beis Ochid, Beis Echud Abonu Vein Bonish Nebotin. You also can't do Chalitza more than once, because the Torah says, Beis Chalut Hanal, Beis Echud Uchoditz Vein Chalitz Nebotin. So just the Gemara, why doesn't he do even to one and Chalitza to the other? Says the Gemara, the Torah says, Im lo Yachbutz, if he doesn't want to do Yibum, then he does Chalitza. From this, the Gemara learns, the Kola Oile le Yibum, Oile le Chalitza. Which means to say, in any situation where he's able to do Yibum, he can do Chalitza instead. If he can't do Yibum, then he can't do Chalitza instead. And therefore, since we've said, we've ruled out the possibility of doing Yibum to the second Yibum, if he's already done Yibum to the first wife, then he cannot do Yibum to the second one. And since he can't do Yibum to the second one, he can't do Chalitza either to the second one. Because kola oile liyibum oile lachalitza, v'sha'ena oile liyibum ena oile lachalitza. Since he's not allowed to do two yibums, and therefore he can't do yibum to the second wife, the second almona, and therefore if he can't do yibum to her, he can't do chalitza either. He's not required to do chalitza either. And this cloud appears several other times in the Gemara, the kolsha oile liyibum oile lachalitza. Toysus in Al-Sugya, Al-Sekasha, a cheresh and a cheresheshes, Someone who can't speak, a man who can't speak, or a woman who can't speak, can't do chalitza, because the chalitza ceremony requires at a certain stage both the man and the woman to make a declaration. And if either the man or the woman is dumb, they're not able to make this declaration, and therefore they're not able to do chalitza. Nonetheless, Octosus, we find in the Gemara later on, in Dachkufiud Beis on the base, the Gemara says clearly that a cheresh, or cheresh is, can do Yibum. This Lechera is difficult. If the Klal is, the Kolsha Ola Libum Ola Le Chalitza, the Sha'ina Ola Libum Ain Ola Le Chalitza, then if you can't do Chalitza because you're not able to speak, then you shouldn't be required to do Yibum either. Interestingly, we see from Tosus that Tosus understands as a matter of course that it works both ways. Agabaras says, Kosha ain't oila liyibum, ain't oila la chalitza. Tosis understood that that means also, the Kosha ain't oila la chalitza, ain't oila liyibum. And therefore, since the Kheresh and the Kheresh can't do chalitza, Tosis asked, why do we find in the Gemara that they are required to do yibum? The Gemara, Tosis answers, the Yishlema, the Hosom, the Nei chalitza ninhu. The Kheresh and the Kheresh could do chalitza. It's just that they're not able to speak. Not being able to speak is as if they're being held back from completing the requirements of the Chalitza ceremony. 
if their mouth hurts in other words technically speaking they could in fact do chalitza there's a problem that they're not able to speak halachically they could do chalitza if not for the fact that they're not able to speak but it's not that they're forbidden to do chalitza they're not able to do chalitza because they're not able to speak that's not called eina oile la chalitza says Toysavus, Eina Oile Lechalitza means someone who's not required to do Chalitza. It's forbidden for them to do Chalitza. Or in our example in the Gemara, once the brother has done Yibam to one of the wives, he's not allowed to do Yibam to the other wife. So, he's, so this wife is now Eina Oile Lechalitza. And therefore she's not Oile Lechalitza. says Toysavus, but Haresh's is Oile Lechalitza. It's just that there's a problem that she can't actually do the talking, and therefore we won't ala- a- enable her to do the chalitza. But it's not called Eina Oyla Lachalitza, it's called Oyla Lachalitza, but Pumayu to Koyvluhu, and therefore there are Oyla Liyibum. And therefore there is a mitzvah for Kharish and Kharishis to do Yibum. So says Tostas in our Sukha. Rubikida Eger, on the Mishnahis in Sanhedrin, in the second paragraph of Sanhedrin, Asks a very strike kasha. There the Mishnah says, Hamelech, talking about the locals of the king, Lo Don, the Lo Don in Oso, he's not allowed to be part of a based in for various reasons. Lo Meid, Lo Meid in Oso. One of the things the Gemara, the Mishnah says, Lo Choilet, Lo Chotzin Ishto. He doesn't do Chalitza. A king who had a brother who died without children, the king is not allowed to do Chalitza. And the reason for that given is, as I'll say, because part of the Chalitza ceremony requires the Chalutza, the woman, to spit on the ground in front of the Yovom, the one who's doing the Chalitza. And since, in this case, it would be the king, and the king is forbidden to disrespect, and not allowed to be mochel on his covered, and therefore uh, the, he, the king does, does not do uh, the Chalitza ceremony. And therefore he doesn't do Yibam either. And the reason is because the and therefore if you can't do chalitza, because in this case it's forbidden for her to do chalitza because of the problems of the covenant of the melech, so too he's not required to do yibum either. After Rubikida that according to our Tosfos, there presents a difficulty. It's not that there's any problem in Hilfus yibum or chalitza to do a chalitza. In the case of the man who had two wives and has already done yibum to one woman, he's not allowed as hilchus yibum to do another yibum. So she's called Eina Ola Yibum, maybe she's called Eina Ola Chalitza. But in the case of the Cheresh and the Cheresh, we see that if halachically the person is able to do chalitza, the Cheresh and the Cheresh are required to do chalitza. It's just that there's a technical reason that they can't do it because they aren't able to speak. Then says Tosa, that is called someone's Oyla Lechalitza. And then therefore, although practically speaking they can't do Chalitza, they are still Oyla Liyibum. Therefore says Wikivega then in the case of the king. The king is not halachically forbidden the Hilchus Yibum the Chalitza to do Chalitza. There's a technical problem that the woman is not allowed to spit in front of him as part of the Chalitza ceremony because of the covenant of the Melech. But that should be exactly the same as the Chalutza who is a Chareshis who is not able to speak. In such circumstances, Tosa says, 
that that woman is called Oyla Chalitza, and therefore, although she practically can't do Chalitza, it's still Oyla Yibum. So why is it, in the case of the Melech, when the Melech is not able to do Chalitza, because of the technical problem of the Kavod HaMelech, that's also for the woman to spit in front of him, she, according to Tosis' logic, should still be called Oyla Chalitza, even though she's not able to actually practically do Chalitza, and therefore she should be Oyla Yibum, and therefore, the, why does the Mishnah say, since lo choles, lo meyavim, the melech not allowed to do yibum either. So I asked Rabbi Kiva Eger based on the lambdas which we find in our Tosas and Dov Men Dalladamadalaf. So Ramosha finds that Zechariah Nevrochin, Igus Moshe, Evan Ezer, Chelik Aleph, Simon Kuf Nunches comes to answer this kasha. And he explains there's a big difference between the case of the Chalutza, who's a Chareshes about whom Tosa says that she is Oyla Lachalitza, it's just that Pumayu Hu Dukoivle. And the case of the king, who's not able to do Chalitza, also Lichora for technical reasons, the woman's not allowed to spit on the ground in front of him. And he explains like this. First of all, this idea that someone who's not able to speak is not able to do Chalitza is based on the concept we find a number of times in the Shas, of Kosher Eino Roy Lebilo Bilo Makebis. Kosher Roy Lebilo Eino Bilo Makebis. Kosher Eino Roy Lebilo Bilo Makebis. What does this mean? This talks about a case of a person who brings a Kroman Mincha. A Kroman Mincha involves uh, bringing a certain amount of flour and a certain amount of oil and mixing them together. Halacha Lamaisa, if you didn't actually mix the two together, then it's not ma'akev, but the ever the korban is kosher. However, if you're not able to mix the two together, because, for example, you have too much flour, and therefore it won't mix well together, then the mincha is possible. The Gemara explains that, well, the Torah says that you're supposed to take the flour and water and, and, and oil and mix them together for your korban mincha. But in the end, it's okay if you don't do it. But since the Torah requires that the Chabchili should do it, it's clear the Torah's intention is the Mincha has to be able to be mixed together. And therefore, if you're not able to mix it together, then you've clearly brought a Mincha which the Torah is not satisfied with. This is the explanation of the Torah. Since the Torah requires that the, the oil and the flour be mixed together, at least lechatchil for a mitzvah, then it follows that the mincha will be possible if you're not able to do it. But if you are able to do it, but you just didn't do it, then it's possible that the mincha will actually be kosher, uh, even though you didn't do the full mitzvah of mixing the two together. In this concept we find a number of places in Shas. In certain things the Torah requires as part of the mitzvah, the bidyevet, if you didn't do it, it doesn't matter. It's still kosher. But if you're not able to do it at all, then the, the mitzvah is possible, because it was done in such a way that you would never have been able to do it in the fashion which the Torah required, and such a mitzvah is possible lechatchina. So too the same concept with chalitza. Part of the chalitza ceremony is for the man and the woman to speak. Bidyevet, if they didn't speak, it's possible that it might be okay. Therefore, cherish for Kharashis, who are not able to speak at all, in their Khalitza will certainly be possible. They certainly cannot do a Khalitza. Because even though it might have been that someone who doesn't say all the things that the terrorist says you're required to say, Lechatchila, but the it might be okay. But someone who's not able to speak at all, Lechatchila will not be able to do the mitzvah in the way the terror requires, and therefore that person cannot do Khalitza. 
And therefore, now the Cherish and Cherishes are not able to do Chalitza Allah Alamaisa. However, with regards to Yibum, here we find the Torah says, And in Tosas' view, In this regard, the Cherish and Cherishes are in fact Oyla Lechalitza. Because when you're looking at the mitzvah itself, the mitzvah chalitza, the cheresh and the cheresh cannot do, because they're not able to speak. And therefore they certainly can't do a chalitza, and if you do a chalitza it doesn't count. However, with regard to the cloud, that if you're oil and a chalitza, you're oil and a but if you're not oil and a chalitza, you're not oil and a in that respect, the cheresh and the cheresh are oil and a chalitza. There's only a technical problem that they can't do the chalitza in that they can't speak, which Tosus calls pumayu as if their mouth is hurting them and holding them back from talking. It's not that halachically they're not required to do chalitza or they're not allowed to do chalitza. They are required to do chalitza. They can't do chalitza for a technical reason. Practically speaking, they can't speak. And if they can't speak, then and they're not able to do chalitza. But with regard to the halacha, if you're oile lechalitza, you're oile liyibum, that they do fulfill the requirements of oile lechalitza. Because they are mechuyah to do either chalitza or liyibum. The klal, the kosher, ain't oile liyibum, ain't oile lechalitza, is only if halachically they're not allowed to do liyibum. In our Gemara's example, the Yovam has already done liyibum to one of the two wives that the man left behind. Then he's not allowed to do Yibam to a second one because it says even if bias bias echo the Gemara says and not Shnei So if he's not allowed to do Yibam halachically to the second wife, then she's not only Yibam, but maybe she's not only the Chalitza. The Cherish and the Chereshes are halachically allowed to do Chalitza. Practically, they can't because they can't speak. But the Oila and the Chalitza. So with regards to the chalitza itself, looking purely at the mitzvah chalitza, they cannot do the mitzvah chalitza at all. With regards to the klal of kol oile leyibum, oile lechalitza, kol oile lechalitza, oile leyibum, the cherish and the are oile lechalitza, because they are they are halachically required to do either yibum or chalitza. It's just practically they can't do chalitza. That doesn't categorize them as ein oile lechalitza. They are oile lechalitza, and therefore they are oile leyibum. And therefore, when it comes to the Melech, it's clear that the Melech is not allowed to do Chalitza, not for practical reasons, not for technical reasons, for halachic reasons. Since there's also a mitzvah common from the Melech, and that involves not spitting on the ground in front of the Melech, and doing the rest of the Chalitza procedure, and therefore, the Melech is not, in the case of the Melech whose brother died and left behind a woman, this woman is not only the Chalitza at all. Not just that, practically speaking, she can't do chalitza, because there's a technical issue. Here the technical issue is a halachic issue. She's not allowed to do chalitza. If she's not allowed to do chalitza, then not only is a chalitza psula not required, but she's called eino oile lechalitza. And if she's eino oile lechalitza, eino oile lehibum, that would answer Kivayegus Kasha. In the case of the cherish, the chareshes, the, they are required, or they are halachically uh, in the parsha, if you like, in the midst of chalitza, practically they can't do chalitza because they can't speak. They're, but they're nonetheless 
in the parsha of chalitza, therefore they're oyle lechalitza and oyle liyibum. The melech is not halachi allowed to do chalitza, and therefore, in his case, is not oyle lechalitza at all, and the mela is not oyle liyibum at all. Similarly, says the says Ramosha, we find on Daf Mem Aleph Mufroish that uh, in the case of a sophic, one does do chalitza. One can't do even one does do chalitza. So the Gemara explains that even though Machna Sophic you can't do Yidun because if there's a mitzvah of Yidun you're doing a mitzvah if there's no mitzvah of Yidun then it, might, it would be also so it's the Gemara nonetheless it's called Oyla Le'yibum and therefore Oyla Le'chalitza why? because if Elior and Novi would come and be Mavara the Sophic we would know who to do Yidun to there the Shalom is who to do Yidun to it's one of two sisters the Mela the Shalom is who to do Yidun to Since you don't know who to do Yibum to, you can't do Yibum. But technically speaking, there is a field to do Yibum to one of them, it's just you don't know who it is. And therefore, where you are not in the Moshe to come and be Mavara and something and tell you which one was required to do Yibum, you would be able to do it. So it's like, well, that's called Oilali Yibum, although practically speaking, you can't do it. You can't do Yibum because it's a Sophic, and after Sophic, you don't know who to do it to. But therefore, you are required to do Khalisa. Says Ramosha, but we find the Gemara in Balabasa of Payalef regarding Bikurim, where part of the Bikurim process is that you're supposed to do a Kriya, you're supposed to say a declaration, and it's a Shaila whether you can say the declaration or not, and you don't say the declaration, and therefore it's Ma'ake Vahavon, there's no mitzvah of bringing the Bikurim, because Kosha ain't a Roy Bilo Makevis, if you're not able to do the Kriya, then you're not able to, uh, to do the mitzvah of the Chalavavavas Bikurim. Even though there it's machlasophic, we don't say if Elior and Novi were to come, who would be mavaradasophic. That means you are baetan uh, uh, required to do the kriya, and the difference is, is clear according to Ramosha's lamdus. When you are talking about the mitzvah itself, the mitzvah of chalitza, can the person do chalitza? Allah halamayus, if they're not able to do chalitza because they can't speak, even if the only reason is because technically they can't speak. Since they can't speak, and therefore they can't do the mitzvah chalitza. Since practically speaking they can't do the kriya, even if it's only machmasophic, if you can't do the kriya, it's makhev, and you can't do the mitzvah bikurim at all. Even though it's only a practical reason in the case of the cherish, because in the case of the sophic, because of sophic you can't do it. And therefore, by bikurim, you can't bring the bikurim. Whereas, when we're talking about Chalitza and Yibum, the Chalitza itself, as we says, even if for practical reasons you can't do Chalitza, that's enough to pass me from the Chalitza. But with regard to the Aloha, if you're Eina Oile Le Chalitza, Eina Oile Le Yibum, you're only called Eina Oile Le Chalitza if halachically you're not allowed to do the Chalitza. But if technically speaking you could do the Chalitza, then you are Oile Le Yibum. And who are in by Le Yibum? Even if it's a Sophic, since if Eliyahu Anobi were to Mavara, you would be able to do the Yibum. That's called Oyla Le'ibam, therefore it's called Oyla Le'chalitza. So this is the explanation of Ramosha Feinstein to, to answer the Kivegas Kasha. Interestingly, Tzvi Pesach Frank in Har Tzvi, in Tshuvas Har Tzvi, or Chaim, Chedek Alexim and Lamazayim, also comes up with the same question and comes up with almost identical approach that he phrases it in slightly different terms, but the Kavon is very, very similar. And he goes on with this to explain uh, a few other in Yonim as well. The Torah in Simon Lamotet says that Tvilin, which were written by an Eved or an Isha or a Kotan or a Goy, are possible. 
And the reason is that the Torah says Uksavtom and the Torah says Uksavtom. Uksavtom, so the, the Gemara learns from there, whoever's Bechal Kshira is Bechal Ksiva. If you have a mitzvah of Kshira, of tying the tefillin on you, which only applies to male Jews above the age of our mitzvah, then they are able to write the, the, the tefillin as well. But someone who's not Bechal the mitzvah of Kshira is not Bechal the mitzvah of Ksiva. So therefore, an Eved, Isha, Cotton, uh, or Goy, since they're not the Chalamitz of Kshira, they're not the Chalamitz of Ksiva, if they write the Tfilin, the Tfilin of Possum. Says the Mogan Afron, in Simon Lamad Tessi, from Dalin, merely, says the Mogan Afron, it appears to me that someone who has no left hand, he has no left arm because it's been cut off, nonetheless, he's able to write Tfilin with his right arm, obviously, and the Tfilin will be kosher. Although he can't do the mitzvah of kshira in the normal fashion. And although the Lachra is kosher, ain't a kshira, ain't a kshira. In this case, he is able to write kosher tefillin. And the reason is because Ba'etim, he is chayat kshira. It's just that he's not technically able to because his arm is missing. Puma hudu says the Rogan of Rome, quoting our Tosfus. Just like we find by Cherish Vacharechis, Tosfus says, they are oile the chalitza. It's just that they can't do it for technical reasons. Pumahutakorvi, the mouth hurts them, so to speak, they're not able to express themselves. So too, this person is chayat the tefillin, because he's a zochol ben yugimul shonah hazi. So he's chayat the kshira. He's technically not able to, because he doesn't have a left arm. But that's enough to make it bechlau kshira, and therefore he can be bechlau ksiva, and he can write kosher tefillin. So this is the Mogan Avraham, nearly. So Avnei Nezen, Arachayim, Zivin Tofel, Amit Tes, Say ask the kashim. So the chorei demogan avroim is nista. There's a contradiction to this from the basis of the seven tov kuf peites, quoting the kolba and the tashpat, who say that a cherish hamadaba ve'enish amir, a person who can speak but he can't hear, someone who's deaf, is pikech lechol dover. He's considered in halacha as being a regular person who's chayav b'chol mitzvahs. However, he's not able to be mekayav mitzvahs to kiyas shofar. And to be motzi others either. Obviously, he can't be mechanimist for himself because he can't hear the shofar. But he can't be motzi other people by blowing the shofar for either for others as well. Because he's not a baruch He's not required to be in the mitzvah of shofar since he's not able to hear. He's considered to be careful hold of. He's not considered a shofar because he can, if he can speak, just just can't hear. But nonetheless, he's not a baruch with regard to the mitzvahs of. Shafer, because the main mitzvah of Shafer is to hear the Shafer, and therefore he can't be mozi others either. If there's such a sphora of Puma Hudukoyevle, and if according to the Mongan of Ram, a person who doesn't have a left hand can nonetheless write Philip, because his Bechlau Kshira is just that technically he can't do it because he has no arm, the Chur, the same thing should apply to the deaf person with regard to Hilda Shafer. Better is Chayav Kalamitzas. Technically, he can't be Mechanovitz or Shefer because he can't hear. We should say, we should say that's enough to make him a Bach Yuva just that he can't carry it out. In that case, he should be able to blow Shefer at least for other people. So, Frank Babinazer. However, explains the Harab Spheres, Professor Frank, that, that this is not, uh, in fact, uh, a steerer to what the Morgan Abraham says. And again, very similar to the Mahalakha Ramosha Fahishin. He says, if you're talking about the mitzvah itself, the mitzvah of uh, Chalitza, since the Cheresh and the Cheresh can't speak 
therefore they're not uh, they're not able to be in the mitzvah and therefore because Bila Kosha ain't royal Bila Bila Markevus they're potter they're not called the Bachriyuv on the mitzvah of Chalitza the mitzvah Chalitza will not be a Kosha Chalitza and, and they're not required to do Chalitza however with regard to this cloud of Kosha only the Chalitza only Libum they are only the Chalitza because they are in, in Ramosha's terms there's a difference between if the reason why they can't do Chalitza is a, is a practical reason a Matthias or the reason is it's a din, it's a locha that they can't. And three Pesach says it's slightly different. Nusach, he says the difference is if they can do the mitzvah b'koyach, or they can do the mitzvah b'poyach. He says, with regard to the mitzvah itself, if you're not able to do the mitzvah practically speaking b'poyach, then you're not b'chal the mitzvah. And therefore someone who can't hear, since he can't halachically do the mitzvah of Tkir Shefer for himself, because he can't hear the Shefer, He's not in the parasha of Shofar and he can't be made to anybody else as well. However, with regard to halacha, the other halachas connected to this, such as Kshira and Ksiva, a person who has no left arm cannot be the kind of mitzvah of Tfilin. However, he is the Chalal of Parsha of Ksiva in that respect. If, lo- if you want to know if he's Bechlal Kshira, to know whether he's Bechal Ksiva, he is Bechal Kshira. It's just Puma Hudukoyifle. His arm hurts, so to speak, that he doesn't have the practical ability to do it. So it says with Sipesa, exactly the same Mahalak as Ramosha, but in a slightly different Nusuf. He says the difference is Bechoyach of a poet. If you're talking about the mitzvah itself, is the person Chayat to do Chalitza, then even, whether the person, as long as the person cannot do it practically, but Pearl, they're not able to do it, then there's no Indian to do the mitzvah of Chalitza. And therefore, if they do a Chalitza, it's not going to work either. Because Kosha Einu Roy Lebila Bila Makevis. And who are doing by Tzkir Shefer? If the person can't hear, they're not Bechal of Parsha of Tzkir Shefer. And if they blow the Shefer, it's not considered the mitzvah of Tzkir Shefer done by Bach Yuva. Because this person is not Bechal with the mitzvah. However, with regard to the halachos of other mitzvahs which are connected to this, for example, in the case of Chalitza, Kosha, Ein Roy Lechalitza, Ein Oyla Leibun, a Cherish is Oyla Lechalitza, because B'Koyach in Rutsu Pesach Nusuch, they're able to do it. It's just B'Poyal they can't, because Puma and the But that's called someone who's in the parasha of Chalitza. Therefore, the Oyla Lechalitza, the Oyla Leibun. And therefore, Cherish and the Cherish are required to do Yibun, as Facebook says. When it comes to the Kshira and the Ksiva, the same thing applies. With regard to the Kshira itself, obviously the person who doesn't have a left arm is not Mukhu, the Mitzvah Kshira is Tfilin on the left hand, because they don't have it. So the Sweet Bezach, but the Koyach, they are Bechal the Mitzvah. Technically speaking, they can't do the Poil because they don't have the arm to do it with. But the Koyach, they have the Mitzvah. And therefore the whole oil Shira. And so therefore with regards to Kola Oil Shira, Oil Siva, Kola Royal Shira, Royal Siva, they are the Kala Pasha of Kshira's Twilin, because Bakayach the Mutsuba to do it. But Pearl they can't. They're honest, they don't have the arm. That's enough to make them Bukhlala Pasha of Shira and therefore Kala Oil Shira Kala Royal Shira, Royal Siva does apply to such a person. And therefore there's no steward to the Morgan Avram. The Morgan Avram is correct to say that someone who doesn't have a left arm can still write Tfilin, even though Allah is called a Royal Ikshira, Royal Ikshira, because she ain't a Royal Ikshira, 
because we say Pumu de Koivle, just like we say by the Cheresh Mevaretis who come to Chalitza, but are Oda Leyibu. Whereas the Mitzvah of Shofar itself, that clearly the Cheresh, the deaf person, cannot do the Mitzvah of Shofar, uh, even though the Koyach, technically speaking, the Mitzvah, Bukpoil, they can't do it. Therefore, they're not a Baruch Yuba, they can't do that Mitzvah at all. And therefore, the Tkiyah Shofar is not a Tkiyah Shofar of Baruch Yuba, and therefore, they can't be mostly anybody else. By often, to the Edzen, Rabbi Moshe, Antin, Rabbi Moshe, Kasha, and Nahar Tzvi, Antin, Antin, Nehaz Kasha, are both saying the same thing. With regard to a mitzvah itself, if you're not able to recline all the protein of the mitzvah, then, you are, then you're not able to do that mitzvah. And even if it's sometimes something which is itself a prop, which is not ma'akev, nonetheless, if you can't do it, we, we apply the klal of kol, and therefore you can't do this mitzvah, and if you do it, it's not a valid mitzvah, and you can't be mozi others, for example, to get shofar with such a mitzvah. However, with regards to of Oyla Liyibam and Oyla Lechalitza, and in the words of the Tzipesach, the Klal of Kola Roy or Roy Lechsivo, in that case, if halachically you're not Mutsuva to do the mitzvah, such as in the case of the king, where he's not Mutsuva to do Chalitza because it's a steward of the of Kavod HaMelech, then you're not on the Pasha of Chalitza, you're not Eyn Oyla Lechalitza, you're not Oyla Liyibam. But when you are able to do the mitzvah, it's just that the poil, or for technical reasons, you can't do the mitzvah, but in Al-Afgar, to do the mitzvah, then we apply the cloud of Pumu to Koivle, and therefore a cheresh who come to Chalitza can nonetheless do Yibum, he's called Oyle Le Chalitza and Oyle Yibum, and who are din, a person doesn't have a left arm, can still write for him, he's called Kolaroy Lekshira, and the male is Roy Lekshira. The Daf Yomi Halacha series has been brought to you by the Base Havad Halacha Center. To sign up for the Halacha Center's weekly interactive e-journal, please email subscribe to info at thehalachacenter.org.